At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. In the world of sports, the offseason is a time to relax and regroup after a hard-fought season. But playing with MyBookie gives you the choice to decide when your season begins and ends. At MyBookie.ag, you can bet on hundreds of games and leagues from around the world. Whether it's a game day Panther parlay or a long-shot winner, MyBookie's got you covered. Use pre-game props or bet the game live to shift the odds in your favor and always come out on top. Not only does MyBookie host exclusive sports betting contests you can't find with any other book, but also the bonuses are insane. Crazy, even. Crazy. Insane. All of those words. All those great adjectives. You sign up today with MyBookie.aj. Use our promo code. Absolute and You'll receive up to $1,000 in bonus money when you make your first deposit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Insane! Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday, and it's a busy Friday. What's going on, Max? Nothing much. You know, uh, anytime there's a trade deadline, uh, Panther and I, you know, we get worried. I have heard rumors that I am possibly going to be dealt to Barstool for um, someone in a bag of cocaine to be named later. (laughs) So uh, I could be out the door today and on my way to uh, Barstool. But no, yeah, seriously, uh, lots of trade stuff to get to, not just baseball, but also basketball. So uh, we'll get into that in a minute. What's going on, Panther? Um, yeah, like this is, I, I'm finally back home, uh, off my little road trip to Cincinnati. And so I've got the computer screen in front of me and Max and I were kind of going back and forth a little bit pre-show and, but listen, we got last night was fun. I don't really care about scores. This trade deadline stuff, draft day stuff with basketball. Oh my God. This, this is like heaven for me. So I can't wait to talk about everything that happened yesterday and everything that might happen today. All right. Well, shit, let's get to it, Max. What's jumping out at you? I think I think the first thing we need to talk about is the Los Angeles Lakers uh, trading for Oof. Russell Westbrook. I think that has to be the story of today or, or yesterday. I think the story of today will be when Max Scherzer finally does get dealt. But I think looking at yesterday, the, the big news is that the Lakers traded Kyle Kuzma and a couple of other bags of beans over to Washington. They got Russell Westbrook in a deal that I think was the wrong deal for them they actually had the right deal in place by trading for buddy healed who is an actual shooter who can actually help that offense and decided last minute it's like oh shit we can get westbrook instead yeah let's bring him in because he's gonna be a great fucking fit with lebron <laughs> panther how do you think that's gonna go uh, i i'm actually excited to watch this play out because i agree with max i think this is going to be a locker room debacle um you know LeBron is a ball in hand guy. This is a guy that he's a point forward, if you will. They, they, he led the league in assists 
during the COVID year. Uh, Westbrook, as we know, um, triple-double after triple-double. This is a ball, two alphas. This has disaster written all over it. I have no idea what Laker management is thinking. They're getting rid of some of their center depth. You know, Anthony Davis can't stay healthy, and they get rid of Montrezl Harrell and Kyle Kuzma. Um, I have no idea what this team is doing, and I'm actually celebrating this trade because – I hate the Lakers. Fuck LeBron. So I feel bad for Westbrook, but this is a shit show waiting to happen. Yeah, get your popcorn ready. This is going to be a soap opera. 100% agree. I just, personality-wise, it's even on that base level, it's going to be a clash. Westbrook doesn't appreciate, I don't think, LeBron's values. You know, I don't think Westbrook appreciates people taking mental health days off. Uh, yeah, listen, uh, the... I'm not going to compare James Harden to LeBron James. It just you, you can't do that. James Harden's his own fucking case of special of partying and doing his shit. But I can compare them by saying is like they both care about one thing, and that is themselves. Westbrook, for what, four out of five seasons has averaged a fucking triple-double. This is his fourth team in three years. Part of that is, A, that 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 did not work with James Harden in Houston. That was just awful. B on the way out of OKC, they they couldn't make that work with with Chris Paul. So you start to say, oh, is is it a Russell Westbrook thing? No, it is not a Russell Westbrook thing. It is the person playing against uh, you know, with Russell Westbrook who doesn't live to that same type of 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 standard as he does. This dude works his ass off. I I I will preach of how much I love Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook on the court. I think he's a hell of a basketball player, and he gives it his all every single minute he's on the court. And if, if his teammates aren't doing the same, if, if LeBron takes off those mental health days, if Anthony Davis isn't there for you know, a good portion of the season. By the way, LeBron, did you not see his injury history before trading your entire fucking team for this guy? Did you not see the past of Anthony Davis before saying, hey, let's bring him on board? So you got your bubble championship. Congrats, but this shit ain't going to work. This could be a future play for L.A. You know, LeBron's gears are numbered. If Davis were to get healthy, this could be a good play for the Lakers with having Davis and Westbrook as a foundation. But once again, I feel like the Lakers have sacrificed their future by getting rid of guys like Harrell, um, Pope, and Kuzma. I mean, we're talking about the Lakers side of it. Kudos to Washington. Uh, they, they got in the first round draft pick of last night's draft. They got about as much as they were going to get out of uh, an expiring contract with Westbrook um, that they were going to get. So Washington, you know, did a great job getting players to build around their future. Uh, I just, for the Lakers in the West, you got to look, we're still always talking about Utah. We're still talking about Phoenix and Denver and Portland. I still don't think this move makes the Lakers better or competitive with those teams. No, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. All right. Well, in baseball, did anybody make any moves that makes them competitive, Max? Absolutely. The Mets did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They've done absolutely fucking nothing. The Mets are just sitting there twiddling their goddamn fingers. Across across town, the Yankees, they got Rizzo. That's Frank Rizzo, R-I-Z-Z-O. Does that to go with go Gallo? <laughs> I got Gallo, Gallo. It's a law firm. <laughs> you know, I mean, the Yankees are making moves right now. The Red Sox got Schwarber from the Nationals. You, you're reading the news that that uh, fucking 
Padres and Dodgers are fighting it out over Max Scherzer, and the Mets have done absolutely fucking nothing. And now I'm even looking at this Chris Bryant shit, and I'm like, this better fucking happen. This be- this- this Chris Bryant shit. Something better fucking happen. If the Mets think that the team that they have right now, oh, but we're healthy. We're getting healthy. Oh, look, Carrasco's coming back today. Oh, Jacob DeGrom's going to get healthy. Oh, look, our bats are starting to come around. They're getting healthy. You're fucking stupid, okay? You are stupid if you don't think you need to make some deals. Make the goddamn deals. Get better right now. But as I said, Yankees, they're active. Red Sox were active. Blue Jays were active. Uh, Dodgers are going all in. Um, There's still a lot lot to go, though, Panther, right? Oh, a lot to go. We definitely got some names that still haven't dropped yet. You know, you, you mentioned Trevor Story is available. Kyle Gibson down in Texas is available. Jesus Aguiar with the Marlins. Whit Merrifield with the Royals. Um, Jorge Soler as well could be dealt. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm wondering. Okay, let's let's focus on the Yankees, the Red Sox here real quick. This is two teams that we've routinely beat up on all year about their lack of pitching. And then the deals they go out and make are more power hitters, more hitting. And I, I won't go back to the all-star game where I, I said going into the all-star game, is like the National League is going to dominate. They've got the better pitching. They got killed. The hitting with – I'm starting to wonder. I'm looking forward to this National League, American League World Series because the National League, whoever it is, is going to have the pitching advantage, save maybe Houston – but the American League is loading up on hitters, and I'm wondering if general managers are seeing something with this spin rate, the rules with the pitching, and what's going on where they are just loading up on hitters that it's going to be a, a run fest. Uh, we, what, we had a game two days ago that was 17-14. to 14. Uh, I, I, I think teams are loading up on hitters, and this pitching run that everybody's worried about, you and I were talking pre-show, Braves need pitching. I contend, no, they don't, um, because it looks like the GMs are all over the hitters at this trade deadline. Maybe, but historically speaking, just as, historically, pitchers matter more in the playoffs. Historically. I'm not saying that this year, you might be right, but having two dominant starting pitchers, having possibly Trevor Bauer and Max Scherzer, one and two, and then you know Walker Bueller as your third. I, I don't know. You can you can have as many fucking hitters as you want. That's tough to fucking beat. Very tough. Very tough. I'm just I'm glancing right here, just scanning. It looks like right now runs are down compared to previous seasons. Not not season at this time, but just overall in the season. So we'll see if that how that shapes out going into the playoffs. But uh, yeah, runs scored across the league average are down compared to the last four seasons. And I think the Yankees absolutely need pitching. Garrett Cole just got fucking shellacked again last night. Mm. Two, two times in a row. I mean, his, his ERA, I think, is down to 3.11 now. This is a guy that, that, that was number one in, in possible Cy Young betting odds just about, what, three weeks ago? Yep. And we all said fade him. Fade and we said fade him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, again, I think the Yankees do need pitching. I do. Uh, the Red Sox, uh, at, least they, at least the Red Sox have Chris Sale coming back. You can say that about them. At least they've got that ace in the hole, right? The Yankees got Talion going tonight, and Talion seems like their hottest fucking pitcher right now. You know, based based on the – it's not that you need pitching. You need pitching. I don't really necessarily have to have elite pitching, but these two teams don't have good pitching. Um, I, look, Tampa Bay, I think, eventually runs away with this division because their pitching is markedly better than Boston, the Yankees, and Toronto's. 
I agree with that. I, I don't know if Tampa Bay is going to run away with it, but man, they, they, their pitching is much better than those other guys in their division. Hmm. Fun stuff. Fun yeah. stuff. But hey, hey, we're a sports betting show, so I guess we should bet on some shit. Yeah, I guess we should probably do that. Well, I'll pull this up on screen. Play along at home. There you go. Max, what do you got? We talked about one of my favorite teams in baseball, and that is the Detroit Tigers. I, I have been talking about the Detroit Tigers now for a couple weeks. And listen, they, they've won three in a row. They beat the Orioles yesterday. They're only five games under 500. And the news that Terry Francona is going to be out for the rest of the season for Cleveland, he's, he's uh, got some uh, health issues, could mean the Tigers have a chance to jump up to second place in the Central. And, and Lord knows, it's that fucking White Sox team. Come on. Yeah, it's got to get it together. <laughs> Detroit could be nipping at your heels. <laughs> I think the, the fun thing to watch about the Tigers right now, I think um, Miguel Cabrera, right? Uh, possibly, more than likely, has a chance of getting to 3,000 hits and 500 home runs this season. I think he's, he's like four home runs away from 500 home runs and like 60 hits away from 3,000 hits. So more than likely gets those two milestones in the same year. That'll be fun. He's been there for a while. But the more important and the more fun thing to watch with this Detroit Tigers team is their pitching. Panther mentioned it yesterday, Casey Mize on the mound. Today, it's Tariq Skubal. They have some exciting young pitchers on the mound for the Orioles. Is not an exciting young pitcher. It is <laughs> Matt Harvey. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I should say this, though, about Matt Harvey. Listen. <laughs> He's, he's coming off of back-to-back six-inning no-run performances. Mm. And it's, it's been a roller coaster of a season for him, right? In the beginning of the season, dude who's pitching really well, dropped off the fucking flat end of the earth, is back to pitching his type of game that, that we, we consider him the dark knight. He's, he's in consecutive games, but history says that's not going to last. History says he's going to fall again, and I think that fall might be today. I like the Tigers here. It's a little chalky for Detroit, but against the Orioles? Mm. Not super chalky. $10 bet on the Tigers. Uh, complete agreement here. There is uh, somebody in this game that we that is on trade watch. Jonathan Scope is a subject of rumor to be dealt for Detroit. They've got, like I said, I've been talking about the Detroit's uh, farm system here for a while, and a lot of it's focused on, on their pitching, but they are pretty deep everywhere, and they're looking to make some more moves and to uh, bring in some more young guys. I'm excited about this Detroit team in the next couple years. I had no no way would I believe that Detroit would be five games under 500 at this point in the year. Um, but yeah, Max hit it on the head. Scooble, part of that big three of the young rotation that they're building there. And uh, look, we, we say what we say about Harvey. He has had a couple good outings, but I don't like him on the road. I don't like the Orioles on the road. Detroit, seven games over 500 at home. I think they get it done. So I'm putting 20 bucks on the Tigers as well. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you guys. I'm definitely leaning to Detroit, and I wish I could explain exactly why I'm not betting them, but just something feels wrong about this game. Uh, something smells to me. I'm going to lean Detroit, but I don't know. Something something seems off. I'm, uh, I, I don't like this game at all. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that seems off is it, it probably should be even a little bit chalkier. It should be. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think I ran this out of, you know, maybe like a 154, 155, something like that. So I do think it should be a little bit chalkier. So we'll see. But but listen, the line is moving in the right direction. The money is coming in on Detroit. It is getting worse for them. Mm-hmm. So th- there's nothing that I can say is T-ish other than, yeah, that gut feeling that it should probably be higher. But I think I think it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's take a quick break. And then I'll do my my next two picks after that break. Let's talk about DJ and gear. 
after the Mets make all of their fucking trades today, they will not just be near elite. They will be near, near elite, right? No, that's even worse than near elite. They'll still just be near elite. Because the Braves are going to run away with the AL East, right, Panther? Not the American League, but the NL, yeah. NL East. AL East, no. They probably don't have a chance in hell in the AL East. <laughs> They're probably fifth, fifth in the AL East. They are going to win the NL East, says Panther. So maybe the Mets aren't even near elite. But you could be near elite by going to the DGen shop, absolutedegeneracy.com. Click on the little DGen shop icon. Buy yourself some near elite gear. Buy yourself some Moneyline Mafia gear. I know Panther's got a run line coming up. I know it from the pre-show. So you can wait to after that break to hear that run line. But you make a purchase, DGen shop. Keeps the lights on around here and helps you go full DGen. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGen's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc all right as mentioned i got two more let's talk about new york yankees at the miami marlins marlins had won three in a row prior to dropping their last game to the orioles but the optimistic thing there is they still scored seven runs in that loss and they have scored 26 runs over their last four games. I don't know if the, the Miami Marlins scored 26 runs over a month at one point this year. <laughs> the Yankees ha- did make up some ground this week. They beat the Red Sox. They took two or three from Tampa. Uh, we mentioned they added all those extra bats in the lineup. But pitching still seems to be one of their weak points. And, and I, I mentioned Italian is probably their hottest pitcher right now. On the road, still got a 6.32 ERA. But if you look at his last couple of starts... Not bad over his last four starts. So Italian's starting to come around. On the opposite side, Zach Thompson 
very good season for Miami. Another one of those good pitchers that Miami has, but he's been slumping a little bit lately. That said, I think Miami grabs one game in this series against the Yankees, and I think that one game is today's game. So I'm getting a little bit of a plus line, Miami at home. Yankees not as good on the road as you know they are at Yankee Stadium. So I think this is a winnable game for the Marlins. $10 bet on the fish. I honestly don't know why I'm betting this game. I, I'm, I'm on this game. The Yankees pissed me off yesterday, but I knew I was losing that one. That was a, a terrible, terrible bet. This is probably a terrible bet, too. I'm, I'm looking at these numbers. Between the two teams, you guys want to take a shot at which one has the plus run differential? Yeah, it's not the Yankees. Yeah. It's not the Yankees. That is, as much as we beat up on the Marlins' inability to score, the Yankees have only scored 10 more runs on the entire season. 10. This, this is a Yankee team that we're not accustomed to seeing. Uh, offensively, we think they're really good, but they're not. Um, so I, I probably should be on the fish. I have no fucking idea why I underscored the Yankees here, but I did. So I'll stick with it. 20 bucks on the Yankees. All right. Gotcha. And I'm not on this game. I definitely, I'm leaning the fish here. I don't necessarily have them winning, but I do have them almost covering that plus 133. Oh no. It's plus 150 now. Whew. Whew. Yeah. I, I don't like this. I'm, I'm leaning the fish. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that line movement either. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I liked it two hours ago, but I don't like that line movement. Panthers probably right. But anyway, that's like plus 150 when the fish win. Last one up for me, Minnesota at St. Louis. Jose Barrios is listed as the starter in this game, but guess what's probably not going to happen? Jose Barrios probably won't be the starter for this game. Uh, that's what was said about Scherzer yesterday. Well, the, the difference is teams wanted to see Scherzer pitch a game because he missed his last outing for an injury so they wanted to prove that he was high value and he he did barrios on the other hand he's he pitched he's pitched recently and now it's he's probably going to get dealt today so i don't think he gets you know by the time this game is 7 15 he's dealt right so it's, it's not going to happen anyway if he's still with the twins then he i guess he pitches but i don't think he's going to still be with the twins because the padres are are they basically took their offer that they they made for scherzer and they, they've just pretty much like edited a little bit for Berrios. The difference is, is like Berrios is under contract for another year. I don't think the Twins have to deal him. He's not a free agent this year. I think he's still got another year. So in essence, uh, Scherzer's definitely the better pitcher than Berrios, but you might still be paying almost the same amount. <laughs> you know, We'll see. I do not expect him to be the starter. For the Cardinals, they're a 500 team. They're seven and a half games out of the wild card. And you know what they're doing at the trade deadline? Nothing. They're not buyers. They're not sellers. They're just kind of sitting there and waiting for a guy like Jack Flaherty to come back. They're waiting for a guy like Miles Miklas to come back. The only thing I'm hearing in the rumor mill is they might trade for Kyle Gibson from the uh, Texas Rangers. I I think that's a good play because I don't know what Flaherty and Miklas are going to be like for the rest of the season coming off these injuries. If all that comes together, seven and a half games out of the wild card, it's not impossible for them to make a run into the uh the 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 playoffs so Mm -hmm. we'll see what the cardinals do uh but on the mound today is not jack flaherty it's not miles Miklas. it's not kyle gibson it's wade fucking leblanc still i think st louis wins this one ten dollar bet on the cardinals uh yeah if you've listened to every show that wade leblanc has pitched on i think you've heard what i've said about wade leblanc and he's awful 
he's god awful. I, I think his pre before his last two starts, he had something like a 1.5 ERA, and I said, don't buy into it because that's not who he is. He's been in Major League Baseball for a decade. He's never made it, and I don't believe he's going to make it now. The line looks weird. Can't call it trappish. I haven't seen any movement, but I, I hate this line. There's two ways of looking at the line. Minnesota minus 121 because – Barrios is going to get dealt. And I think that would be the line if it was anybody else but Barrios. Barrios pitching, this thing should be closer to 160, 170. I don't think Barrios pitches. I think he does get dealt. Uh, and somebody else, I have no idea who it would be, will pitch. Uh, but I think the Twins win regardless. I'm not on this game because of the whole Barrios factor. It seems really weird to me. But the Twins are going to beat up on LeBlanc. Uh, I'll lean the Twins. Sure looks like the, the money is imagining the Barrios is not going to be there. You know, minus one thirty down to minus one eighteen for the Twins. It seems like people are just kind of <laughs> banking on that. I'll, I'll lean the Cardinals here, but uh, yeah, what Panther said about LeBlanc is pretty much accurate. That's it for me. Well, let's see what I can come with. Max said I had a run line, so hey, let's look at a run line. One thing you will say about Sex Panther, right or wrong, I'm still a man of my word. And yesterday I gave you my word. I'm taking the fucking Blue Jays today. But then I woke up and saw this damn line. Okay, The Blue Jays are returning to Toronto. First actual real home game in Toronto this year is today. And they get the Royals. Daniel Lynch has not pitched well for the Royals. Ross Stripling has been up and down. But I'm just going on the the, the uh, excitement, the adrenaline, the everything of finally being home. I think Toronto definitely gets it done today. I'm going to run line this because there's no way I was laying 200 on Ross Stripling. So we'll run let it. Gets me down to minus 122. Uh, 20 bucks on the Blue Jays. Yeah, Blue Jays should be the play. Um, y- you know, you edited yourself though, Panther. You said you're definitely taking the Blue Jays, but you also said that they were going to get their asses kicked and shit the bed yesterday. Did you not? I wasn't on that game, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Lean's a lean, right? Even though you, you, that's what Leans you don't matter. Isn't that our mantra? <laughs> well, then it doesn't matter that I'm leaning Toronto and fuck my moral support to you. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't lean Toronto. Kansas City is the hottest team in Major League Baseball in the last 10 games. They are number one overall. The surging Royals, plus 189 on the road. I, I'm going to lean Kansas City here. I think there's enough value for a lottery ticket. Good value. I just, you know, I'm, I'm banking on that that one game. Let's talk about the team that I've been riding all year. Talk about uh, riding to the very end. That's the big red machine. Cincinnati has been red hot. They're going to go against Max's Mets. Interesting. So we're talking about these pitchers coming back. Carlos Carrasco comes back for the Mets. I have no idea what to expect here. I don't know if he makes it five innings. I don't know how long they let him pitch or what his rehab has been like. Carrasco, in his history, particularly with Cleveland, the Guardians, uh, has been an excellent pitcher. So uh, I I imagine the Mets have high hopes that Carrasco will pitch deep and well. But um, if he doesn't, I'm not a big fan of that Mets bullpen. The Reds have tried to, I'm not going to say fix their bullpen, but they've done what they've needed to to address their bullpen, and their hitting is far superior to the Mets. I think the Reds can get it done today behind Sonny Gray, 20 bucks on the Reds. I'll have to disagree with you about the Mets bullpen. It's actually one of their better, uh, other than Diaz and other the end of the games when when it actually fucking matters. (laughs) Their, their, Their bullpen actually is 
one of the better bullpens that they've had. I, I, I put them, in, you know, in the top 15 in the league in bullpens right now. Um, definitely not a, a weak spot for this Mets team. But the Carrasco question mark is a big question mark. From what I'm seeing from the Sharps, though, it seems like the Sharps might be high up on Carrasco going deep into this game or having a good outing or something like that because that sharp money is is hitting New York and it is moving that line majorly. So uh, I'm actually agreeing with you. It leans me nothing. I'm leaning Cincinnati. I, I, I did have them winning this one, but seeing that line movement makes me think that, you know, yeah, may, maybe someone knows something about Carrasco that we don't. I was wrong about the Mets yesterday. I don't think I'm wrong today. I do think the Mets win. I think they take care of business against the Reds. Minus 133. Not too chalky. I like it. So I'm going to put my 15 bucks on the Metropolitans. This is it. It's time to start start solidifying the East for the New York. Uh, and, you know, we're going to talk about the other team in the East that I've been standing pat on, and that's the Atlanta Braves, who are home against the Milwaukee Brewers. You know, Duke, we were talking pre-show, Tuki Toussaint um, has actually pitched very, very well uh, his first two games this season, but he's only pitched two games, and um, now he gets the Milwaukee Brewers coming to town. I and Initially, I looked at this, and I thought I was going to be on the Braves. Home, catching a plus line, Toussaint on the mound. But then you look at Corbin Burns. In the month of July, he's pitched four times. 3-0 and with a .99 ERA. The guy is absolutely on fire, um, and I don't have to eat a lot of chalk. I think that pitching advantage is enough for me to jump on Milwaukee here. So I think the Braves do well in this series, just not tonight. 20 bucks on the Brew Crew. Yeah, I didn't have a line on this one. I was looking at it before, but looking at uh, what, what's hit the board. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Milwaukee, too, uh, in a lean. Uh, again, means nothing. But, yeah, I, I like Burns. And honestly, if, if DeGrom doesn't come back anytime soon, it is now Burns's Cy Young to lose at this point. He's pinch, pitched phenomenally, uh, as you mentioned, the last month, but all season. Reliable fucking guy. So uh, lean on the Brewers. Yeah, I like where you're at, Panther. I was worried you were going to bet the Braves. But uh, no, I agree with you 100%. I think the Brewers are absolutely the play. I've got them covering 133 without breaking a real sweat here. So I'm going to put 15 bucks on the Brew Crew as well. All right. And I got one more game here. We talked about uh, Francona, Francona uh, with Cleveland is uh, done for the season, kind of walking away, mental stress or what have you. And, and, and the Indians will do that to you, I think. Um, taking, <laughs> taking on the White Sox, this one is so much chalk. Typically, I would run line this, but when a manager steps away, it, there's just always that, uh, the, the backup, the assistant manager, and how the team responds. There's always that question mark. The Indians are nowhere near as good as the White Sox, but the White Sox are the worst, best team in baseball. So I, I don't know if we can trust them. So I'm not going to run line this one. I'm just going to eat a shit ton of chalk and put 20 bucks on the White Sox. Yeah, the Guardians have some issues that they definitely need to deal with uh, on on the White Sox. I mean, we were talking about Garrett Cole and his not getting the Cy Young. I think my bet was Lance Lynn at that time, and my bet still is Lance Lynn at that at this time. Uh, great fucking ERA, uh, and even better at home, one point six four or something like that at home, going against Panthers' favorite guy, Magia for uh, me. Me, <laughs> I'm with you on this one. White Sox, I could not eat that chalk, though. Mm. Yeah, it's a little worrisome because the White Sox have been so inconsistent lately. I do have them winning with you, Panther. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump on it with you. Minus 209. They still cover it. 15 bucks there on the White Sox. 
Yeah, as chalky as it was, it was actually it's even getting worse. So uh, if you like the White Sox, it might be time to jump. Uh, that's all I got. I got one more. Houston's going to San Francisco. Wow. I was surprised when I ran the numbers. I do have, I had San Francisco winning by about 53% of the time. They're minus 120, so it's, it's right there. But I'm still going to do it. I'm going to jump on the Giants to take down the Astros. 15 bucks. I like that play a lot. I mean, San Francisco is just, they're a better team at home. Mm-hmm. The, the, I, I, Gossman's on the mound. And I, I just, Valdez is good. Valdez is a solid fucking pitcher. But I think that the line movement, the money hitting San Francisco, the it indicates that San Francisco should win this game. It's going to be a good series, though. Uh, this is this is a measuring stick for Houston mm-hmm. as well. Um, and, and we'll see if the Giants do anything at the trade deadline, too. Uh, they, everyone around them seems to get loaded up. The Giants haven't done anything significant yet, so we'll see if they do anything. Um, maybe, maybe they're in the Barrios uh, market or something like that, try to rob them from the Padres, <laughs> uh, just the way that Scherzer got robbed from the Padres yesterday, or might get uh, to the Dodgers. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I'll lean on the Giants. Yeah, the interesting thing about the Giants is we as great of a season as they've had, they really have not had any of the injuries. Their rotation has been solid. Their worst pitcher, statistically speaking, is Johnny Cueto, and he pitched a shutout yesterday. He's got a 3.89 ERA. Um, but I'm looking at Gosman here. In the month of July, he's pitched four times. He's one and two with a 4.87 ERA. He really has regressed since the beginning of the year. Um, and the, the Astros are as good on the road as they are at home. I can catch them with the slightest of plus lines. I was tempted. This is a great pitching matchup, a great battle here. Uh, but I'm going to lean the Astros. You're going to lean the Astros. Okay. Gotcha. That's all I had. Closing this out. Panther, say something real quick. Uh, real quick. Okay. Max... That, I'm going to start closing out. How about you yeah, kick, I'm Panther kick Panther out? out. All yep. right, Panther, come back, and then uh, hopefully he can close out the show. But that is it, right, Arch? Is that what you're going to say? What I, so, yeah, that is it. That is it for Panther. He's dead. He's dead. We kicked him out. Did That's, we trade him? Did he get traded? To, for a podcaster to be named later. Oof. Not even getting the bag of cocaine from uh, Barstool. It's rough. Anyway, what can you do? You can head over to AppsOfGenesty.com. You can download the DJs app for Android or iOS. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. It's the weirdest thing because I'm literally just sitting in my office behind my desk. I don't know why it does that sometimes. But hey, I got booted and I'm back. So let's let's hit a Panther parlay here real quick before we check out. Uh, got a lot of agreement on the Detroit Tigers. You guys didn't agree with me on the New York Yankees, but Vegas does. So I'm going to take the Yankees and the Milwaukee Brewers. We're going to put those three together, and that'll be today's Panther Parlay. Then, as always, you guys can jump on the website or the app, click on that social degeneracy tab, call us out by name. Arch, Max, Panther, we'll holler back. we got nothing to do. We have no lives. But uh, most importantly, get on there and let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.